With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to The Run. I'm your host, Anna Bellinghausen. Cassidy's trying to ruin our shot. <laughs> We're just kidding. Johnny yeah, was indeed. running late. There's bad traffic in Omaha, guys, so thank you all for being here safely. Johnny Rogers, Tommy Frazier, of course, always joining us on the run. Guys, how we doing? Every day's game day, y'all. <laughs> well, not every other day either. Well, we'll just say, listen, Johnny's not feeling too well. Today, no. So we're just happy to have him. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm surprised. Anywhere. I'm surprised you didn't mask up, you know. Huh? I'm surprised you didn't have the mask up. Well, they said up. I didn't have COVID. I had to go in for a check. But they said I was good. I passed the check, so we good. There you go. Still, yeah, we still, good. Still mask yeah. up. This mask is Johnny's up. flu game. Yeah, this yeah. is flu game. <laughs> there they go. They off. No, but well, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Game week, game week. Last yep. week we did the show, and it was kind of one of those that we were trying to pull out information from us. Now we actually have something to talk about. Yeah. Well, off a of bye week, so both teams coming in are both off a of rest. So Nebraska against Northwestern. Again, both teams are 3-3, three and three, and Nebraska enters as a 12-point favorite. Just wanted your overall reaction to that point spread and how confident Nebraska should be coming in. Well, I think Nebraska should be confident the way they, the way they played the last couple of last three weeks. You know, they come out three straight well, – three of the last four weeks. You know, so I think it should be confident. And I think about being at home, come out by week so you'll be able to get guys healthy and you're just building from that. So I think the 12 points is, is, is probably a little bit too much with these two teams. But obviously the betters understand what's going on more than we do. Sure. <laughs> they sure do, don't they? Vegas knows. Vegas <laughs> always knows. we be betting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I feel the, the same way. I'm taking a good look at them. Um, I think they actually are trying to come together and jail together. They seem they seem to be on the same page. Uh, the the one number guys that they have all around are starting to take the lead. Uh, they 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 got hope. I mean they're they're not they're not backing off. They're they're looking forward to to the next deal and what they have to do. And everybody's they kind of really are getting better despite the adversity. Right. They're getting yeah. better as we move along here, and that's what it takes. Like I said, I'm not trying to be, win the national championship. But we have to get us going in the right direction for the future, for our fans you know, mm-hmm. to get the things that they've been paying for for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. We're an elite program. We're supposed to be up there all the time. Right. <laughs> We're supposed to be playing for something all the time and going for somebody, some bowl every single time. We can't be down here in the basement all this time. And I do see a path right now that they're there looking. They're looking where right. they can see where they're going. Doesn't make any difference what I think. But I can see that they're thinking about they can do this. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I really thought that they thought that they could be there. 
given all the adversity, the injuries, and then, of course, you have a first-year head coach at Nebraska and everything that's gone into this journey, do you think Nebraska's playing as well as they can right now? No. You think they could be better? No. You don't well, think this is the ceiling for what this team can be right at this moment? No, because if you, if you look at the first two weeks, you know, we keep saying they beat themselves with turnovers. Mm -hmm. So just imagine you take those turf first two weeks and then turn those into victories. You know, so I, I just think that with all the injuries that they've had on offense and some on defense, that's kind of slowed the process down because now you're playing a lot of young guys. You're, you're playing guys you weren't probably counting on, and they had to, they had to be thrust into the thrust, thrust into playing time. You know, so I, I think as the season goes along, those young guys get more experience. You know, the future's bright. You know, you start with Malachi Coleman, a true freshman at wide receiver work. Yeah. The first four weeks, he didn't get any playing time. He goes from not getting any playing time to playing time to starting. So, obviously, the future's bright there. You know, so I just think as, as the season goes along, more young guys get in, get, get that experience, and Nebraska's going to be better. And it's going to tell how, how much they've really improved by the, how they come out on Saturday. You know, you had, had what, 10 days in between games. So, now's the time to figure out what did you work on, and did you get better at things that you weren't good at, mm -hmm. and, and go from there? Well, I, I think they're playing as best, as best they can now. Uh, they're, they're giving what they have, but they have to play better, and they know they have to play better. And, and I think the guys are seeing, they're seeing that they can play better, and the guys are stepping up. And some of these young guys we haven't seen, they're they good as you can get. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're pretty darn good. They know they're good. They're waiting for that opportunity to come in. So I think they're going to get better quicker at this particular time uh, because of the adversity that they've been going through. Do you think it'll be... Uh, we got two up here for Johnny. Okay? Yeah, Johnny, I have There you go. He's, de he's dehydrated, so we got to make sure he's taking a lot of yeah. fluids in him. We got to have two. Yeah. All right. I'm going to drink one and wear one. <laughs> you sure don't want a little, little alcohol yeah, and gin and tonic it. in there or something yeah, like that? Yeah, might do something with that one. We'll wait and see. <laughs> Anything has happened. <laughs> when you look at the response from the team, do you want to? what do you want to see, I guess, after a win, right? So we saw Nebraska's response after the blowout against Michigan, and, of course, that was a good one against yep. Illinois. Do you think it's even more important for this team to respond after a win that they should have had either way? Well, I think it's important coming off a victory, then having 10 days off by a week, and then you come back out. So, you, of course, you're going to lose some momentum there. Mm -hmm. But how, how do you come out the first first the first quarter, both offense and defense? Do you come out on all on all, on firing on all rockets, or do you have to take some steps? But you took some steps back because you're not in sync again. And hopefully, come out fired and ready to go, ready to play. Because this is this is one of those games where if the, if you leave a team like Northwestern in the game, they're going to find a way to beat you. And it's always been that way over the last three or four years when Nebraska's played Northwestern. They always let them, when Northwestern beat Nebraska, they let them stay in the game. And so Nebraska got early on and, and, and keep the pressure on them, forced them to do something miraculous to win the game. Well, I think they got to do something different now. You know, it, it's close. You know, it could go either way as, as we go along here. But I think that this is, in my mind, a perfect time to start playing Sims sometimes as well to give the other team another look mm -hmm. uh, from another quarterback perspective because that all the whole team trust him. They, they can play with him just as well as they can right, with right. Herberg. And so, but we have to give the opposition another look because they've been studying for one guy and then we can put, put him on the other route for another quarterback or a combination between the two. And don't play him because we have to. We want to play him because we want to. Right. You know? Just have that luxury for sure. Yeah. Right. Show, show that we got that flexibility. You know, we want to show it off to the country. And then also, and also to keep his confidence up because, you know, as he said, he lost his injury and dropped an injury. Now, now he's saying he's 100% healthy. Get him in the game early. 
early. Whether it's like the first series or the second quarter so he can get the game experience energy. Don't wait till something drastic happens and he got to throw him in there. Get him oh, in the game yeah, early. Right. Exactly right. I think intentionally, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's been a good sport about it. You know, he hasn't caused any problems at all because of the way things have come down. And he wanted to play before he probably could play 100%, right. uh, which I was definitely not playing at that particular point. But now, like I said, we don't play them because we have to. We play them because we want to, because we want to make, give them more things that they have to look at. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they have this, you know, when you have to do the normal work for your quarterback position, that's fine. But when you got two or three guys you got to study for, you got different styles, that puts a whole right. different uh, slant on the whole situation. And it gives us an advantage right now. We can, they, have to, they have to really come off us rather than we playing their games and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. This was the first time that Matt Rolls ever blatantly said, hey, Heinrich is QB1, right? This is the first time that we've heard those words come out of his mouth when there hadn't been, you know, Jeff Sims early on. Right. And, of course, he was starting already, starting the year for Nebraska. But how does that work just in practice with winning that starting position? For Matt to come out and say that, how much better did Heinrich have to look in practice for, for him to just go with him in I don't that think, conference? I, I don't think he, how much better he had to look. The 3 and one won him as a starter. Right. You know, so when you're 3-1 and one as a starter you, and, and you just can't say, well, it's still up, it's a toss-up. He's but won. they always say that. And, it, like, they, oh, it's a, it's a quarterback competition all week. Yeah, it, it is a, it's always a competition. It should be a competition. But but right now the team is playing well with him as, as the quarterback. And until that changed, I think he should be the quarterback. And I think Matt has done the right thing with that position and unless something drastic happening on Saturday. Well, he is the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's been the starting quarterback. Like I said, the, the whole switch is is that we want to play Sims because we want to. And because he's he definitely should not totally use that job just because he was hurt. He's qualified. So let's let him play to give an extra flip on it. Not mm-hmm. I mean this is this is so the strategy. You have to you have to take risks in football. You know, you can't just do the mm-hmm. thing that, that you that people know you're gonna do. You gotta play for the unexpected because it's expected. And so we got we gotta give him a new look yeah. at somebody that we could trust. See, I think he's hungry enough right over there. He's been a gentleman about the whole situation. And he's been a, and he's, ready to go and, and, in. And he's been a leader. He's been a leader. You know, you know, that's, he's been a leader. You know, he's sometimes a, you get guys when he's from the sideline. Side when he's not playing, so he, he's Disgruntled. down. But, yeah. he's, but he's one of the first guys when hiring done something well, he's out there jumping up and down, celebrating mm-hmm. with him. So that shows right there that he's, he's bought into the team concept to where it's not about me, it's about us. Yeah. Well, he had never been out of it. That's just the way it's been since it started. He's Ain't been nothing focused. really changed, you know, and so now it's time to take advantage of that because he's been keeping up. He's ready. Right. He's another weapon. Mm-hmm. And we got to use all of our weapons. If we don't use him and get him in the game some kind of way, then we're taking a chance on losing yep. because he, he could give us an edge right now. Right now, uh, he could be a surprise. You know, They can't study for both of them all the time. They just can't do it. And Jeff is one of those single-digit guys, Johnny, that you were talking about earlier. So, obviously, there is that trust and that respect within that Sing, team. Single, single digits. So, single-digit number is they all I think it's zero through nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they give out zero through nine now as kind of those, not necessarily a captain, but kind of a sign of respect that you got to earn oh, those numbers. So, yeah. yeah. All the guys that got single It's a new tradition. It's a new tradition. It's a leadership deal that you had to earn. Oh, okay. So 15, yeah. You weren't one of those. No, you weren't one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make the cut, Tommy. I I, I didn't want single digits. Neither are you. (laughs) You're 20, so. I didn't want the single digits. (laughs) No, it's a a Matt Rule thing. I chose chose my number. But because he did that that way, these guys do stand out. 
Correct. You know, and so now they have a, a different type of weight on their shoulders, mm-hmm. whether they're playing or not. They're just visible. This is what the type of expectations we have for, for them on the field and off the field, in the game, out of the game. This is what you represent to us and our program, and we want to let the country know right out there with everybody these are our guys we trust. So you're telling me the, the defensive line who has number zero, zero, yeah. they trust him the most? I guess so. Hey, he's one of them, yeah. But he has zero, so he comes first. So one number. One number. Mm. Long you got one number, yep. you're, in, you're, in the, you're in the fraternity. Or, or, or maybe he's too big today. They want to put double numbers on the back of you. <laughs> no, no, he couldn't. <laughs> they don't have double zero yet, they, so. They can put little, little zeros. <laughs> <laughs> Something I thought was pretty cool. So on Thursday, they had some guys come address the team from the Tom Osborne era. So defensive coordinator Charlie McBride and then George Darlington as well and then Jared <laughs> Tomich. What do you think those guys said to that defense in addressing the team? Well, I know Charlie probably said every expletive that he can, that's known to man. <laughs> to try to get him fired up. Jared Thomas the same way. George, you know, George is kind of one of those guys. He probably had a snapple drink with him in his hand and just talk about coverage and, and playing together as a team. But, you know, there was no better defense coordinator out there at the time than Charlie McBride. So if you, if you got him coming back speaking to the defense, that says a lot right there. Well, I think, I think they're just talking about leadership, and now it's time to step it up, and we're counting them. They're, they got everybody in the state. They're really behind them. Uh, we've been sticking in as, as fans. They're in a perfect position to make a move right now, but now at the time, you got to do this. you got to be here now, and they're, they're hearing it from guys from the past that know how to make a difference, right. mm-hmm. and now they're here to make a difference. you got to be here now. You can't be thinking about getting in the portal. And I, 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 think, I, think, that, I think what really has helped, too, to – to keep things kind of level here uh, is that portal people have come in through and in that NIL money that they're stay, sticking on, they got things that they're, that they're locked into. Right. <laughs> and the better they do, the better it gets. <laughs> you know, exactly. they, got a, they got a future. <laughs> do they? <laughs> <laughs> they got a future. Yeah, and, and everybody's watching. And so you gotta, how you carry yourself really makes a difference out here. It's time to really show off. You can't show out off, you know. And, and, I, and I think I think it's, it's, it's what, what, what I'm happy about is that they brought in three different three different defensive legends mm-hmm. to to do that, you know. And 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 what better person to bring in Jared Tomich to come and speak with the team because you know beginning of the season, Coach Rule pulled all of it, say who's who was a scholarship, who's drafted, yeah, who's a walk on. Well, people don't yep. people don't forget that Jared Tomich was a prop 48 mm. coming. In. He was part of my class, so he couldn't even play the first year, and he had to pay his first with school, with school in his first right. year. Right, you know. You know but doing. then he comes back, and he's a top top pick, all American, and then went on made millions of dollars. And I look at him, so that's a that's a perfect example to show those guys there. Hey. I was a prop 48. I didn't have the grades to get in here, but look what happened when I, when I came here. So that wasn't an accident, huh? No, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is strategically planned. <laughs> uh, well, they better get into it planning right now. I want to stick on that defensive end uh, super quick, just back in your times. What made Nebraska's defense so dominant? Because you guys were going up against them in practice pretty much every day. I think it's just you, you had guys who were very competitive. Not um, not versus the offense, but amongst, the, amongst themselves. To where I still remember days where Trev Alberts and Dwayne Harris used to get in, in arguments about who was the better defense in. <laughs> the same thing with with, um, with Travis Hill and, and and Dante Jones, and then you got Christian Peters and those guys on the defensive line getting into it in practice because they, who's the better. So I think competition is what made those, made that defense great because they want because they knew that if I didn't play well. 
the next guy behind me is going to come in and play well. And, and us going against them, we knew that if we can somewhat move the ball against our defense, one, because they were that good, and two, they knew most of our audibles, our checks and what we, most of our plays, if we can move the ball against them, there's very rarely a team out there that's going to stop us from, from moving the ball on, on Saturdays. Well, in our, our deal in the uh, you know, 70, 71, uh, Richie Glover uh, or Noah's guard or Willie Harper, Spider Atkins on the ends, uh, it, it was competition with them too, but not against each other. It's just that they, they, they knew that everybody had to do their job. And even though they weren't in the same positions, it's still important that you do what you're supposed to do for everybody to see that you got to have the buy-in and that you can do this. And uh, Willie Harper, you know, he, he ended up going to the pro. Spider Atkins was faster than I was. <laughs> Richie Glover in the game of the century, he got 24 unassisted tackles. So you don't have to say nothing. It's what you do. Right. You got to show out on the field what you do. What, you, what are you made of? And when, when it's hard, not when it's going good, not when the teams are easy to beat, but when the hard teams come along, who can we count on? Everybody. Everybody raise your hand. So what was harder, going up against your own guys in practice or always. Saturdays? Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> we, all, we always had a saying that our game, was, our game day was during, during the week. That's the way Coach Osborne practiced. Well, we had physical practice two or three times a week. Yeah. So we actually hit contact and went into the ground. Where Saturday comes, it's, it's kind of like, okay, we've been through tougher. Let's go out, there's nothing, let's go out and, 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 and play, like we, play like we practice. Do you think that's a thing anymore? Do teams practice like that? No, because of the rules. You know, right. you know, there's so many days they can be in full pads. There's so many days they can't be in pads, just helmets. So I think the rules have made the game weaker. I think it has, it's not as tough as it used to be. Look at the, the way they call the game now, you know, the, 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 the targeting, which I think in some cases is good for the game, but in some cases, you know, common sense will tell you if you guys going in and the guy lowers his head and hit the head and helmet, you got to look at the circumstances not the hit. You know, so I, I think just the, the rules of the games have made the game not as tough as it was when, when I played and definitely when Johnny played with no, no face mask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about that one. Uh, Get the leather helmet. Matt, the leather helmet. Red <laughs> if he hadn't been there with them no leather helmet, you wouldn't have got where you're at. You, you, right. you wouldn't even be here. I sure wouldn't be. <laughs> we led away where nobody was doing nothing. For us, Devaney had won the championship since Jesus was a kid. <laughs> Um, Johnny, for you and your perspective on defense, what was it like going up against those guys? I mean, you mentioned one of the legends, Rich Glover, his names on the stadium. So would you, would you say the same with Tommy? Just Well, kind of the same. I mean, we really we became legends. We didn't start off as legends. They didn't start off. So we always had something to prove mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, but it was quite evident that our, our biggest uh, jobs were against our own players because mm-hmm. we have pretty darn good players. And as we moved along, and you don't keep a track of all across the country who's doing what but you do see the guys that you practice with all the time what their capabilities are and their abilities are mm-hmm. what they're willing to do and the attitudes attitudes and so we were always jailed together we really didn't have a physical competition towards each other mm-hmm. because we we knew that could be detrimental to us if we tried to show out and do something crazy or whatever so we we respected each other enough not to hit each other too hard or do too much you know because of the type of guys that we'd be knocking out of the game yeah. we ain't got nothing to prove here we're trying to win football games out there right not down here so we, we were smart enough to know that we just had to take care of each other mm-hmm. but we had some serious players we had serious players and it came in at a serious time and it wasn't because we just said it it's because they showed it on the field every game every time all the time we didn't even worry about who we we're playing whoever showed up got it <laughs> 
And then I just think for, and for when I played, the black shirts meant something. Yeah. You know, it, it was a standard to where. Because of our black shirts. That's yeah, why it meant something. But I'm saying, the history of it, you always had guys who, anytime you brought someone new, new in, you had guys who were part of a, already part of the black shirt, understood what meaning having worn a black shirt meant. And, and over the years, I guess since Bo Pelini came and started taking them away, it, 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 it kind of died down. To where, to where you, you asked, you know, we had Toby Wright on here a couple weeks ago, and, you, and all he was talking about, he wanted that black shirt because he knew there was a standard that he had to uphold. Well, I don't think these kids now truly understand what the black shirt means. Mm -hmm. And I think by having George Dollington and Charlie McBride there and Jared Thomas there, guys who are uh, uh, an uh, important part of that tradition to explain to them, this is why the black shirts were here. This is, what, this is where it started. This is why it is. To where you guys got to get back to that level consistently. Mm -hmm. Not one game here, a couple of, but year in and year out, you got to get back to that, to that mentality. Well, when I came in for punt returns, I came in with the black shirts. The black, predominantly the black shirts were the punt return team. Right. They came in there, and it really made a difference that I was coming in there with those guys, because these are the tough guys. These are the guys that are really going to stick their nose in there and have something to prove. And it really wasn't it really probably would have made a difference if I had a bunch of offensive players, but to have the defensive players that were willing to take that hit, that were willing to put that helmet in there, right. are willing to get that block, you know, do that extra yard, mm -hmm. really made a difference to that return team on what we're going to do on, on, on punt return and kickoffs as well. Because they were going to get that bull block. They, they were going to get this. They do the suicide deal. They, they're going to do whatever you got to do uh, to get the job done. So they, they made a statement. And like I said, being a black shirt, and, and it really meant something. I mean, you had to, it's because you are proven. You were proven, and so you, you had to get a block. And like I said, sometimes it got to the point where all the thing I came in with the ball and said, hey, everybody get a block. Ready? Let's go. Right. So no, we you were, said more than that. No, no. You had to say more than that. No, no. Some guys can understand you. It, what they understand? That's what they job. That's what they know. They, but they don't understand you. They though. understand everybody. They got the box. <laughs> you can count them. You can count them. You can't count them. Yeah, you can count them. See, because <laughs> they know since they call it right, if you ain't gonna go right, that's right. <laughs> Especially if the fools they see is setting up right, then they gonna run over to the right side too. That's what started to happen. Right. So we started going down the middle. We see everybody get a block. Something you'll like. So they added uh, Tommy Hill. He's now listed as the top kick returner over Emmett Johnson. So I think that's. Kind of an encouraging sign, given that more of a starter role is going to be in the special team. What do you think about that move? I don't care who they put back there if they don't block anybody. Yeah, that's fair. you got to block somebody. And the return game is probably one of the weakest parts of this of, this, of the special team to where, they, yeah. to where if, you can gain, if you can gain 10 yards on every time you get the ball, that gives you a better chance of scoring. Because mm -hmm. then you have a good chance of changing the field field position, but they, I haven't seen them with a great return or good, even an average return all year. Because it, it's like any time a guy catches the ball, he's been hit or they fair catching it or they're not going to return it at all. So, no matter who you put back there right now, if, you, if you're not blocking anybody, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. You can put you can put me back there. <laughs> no, they they playing they they do play scared on special teams. You know, really they. They're not acting like that. It's a big, it's an opportunity to make a big play, mm -hmm. and it is an opportunity to make a big play. But you have to make it that kind of an opportunity. They're afraid that somebody's going to drop the ball, 
go fumble the ball, and so they're, they're willing to make them fair catch uh, all the time. And so then you don't get repetition in trying to do something. And as soon as it's kicked, everybody said, well, you know, I can log a lot of that back here now because they got fair catch anyway. Right. But when we were playing, it was no fair catch. And we weren't any kind of way possible that we could bring it back and get that extra five Did they even yards. have the signal back then? Oh, they, way they back had then. They yeah, had way back then. Yeah, that was the first one to signal, but I never used it. Yeah. <laughs> and I still remember it even got to the point when, when the last couple of years in Nebraska, they started putting two and three guys back right. to where they can secure, make sure they can know your return, to where those two guys block the first guy first guy in, so you're going to make sure you get a return. You know, maybe that's something they need to do instead of just having one guy back there. Yeah, maybe approach it a oh, little yeah. bit differently. Yeah, we had I always had a man back with me to make sure that he got that first man. Right. You get that first man. Then you whoever, got a chance. Then you got a shot at it. But, you know, never I'd be back there by myself. That is suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be back there alone. Oh, no, I don't want to be anywhere. <laughs> You're not alone. you got ten other players with you yeah. everywhere you go. And so you got to take advantage of your advantages. And so I don't know why that rule won't have his special teams focused in on what is a third of the game because it's offense, defense, and special teams. And you take the game, game, the guy, because how often do you see the punter kick the ball and sprint downfield? So you actually gain the guy because right. basically going 10, 11, 11 versus 10. Yeah. So you should be able to get a return. And he can't tackle anyway. Not, not, usually. <laughs> <laughs> not usually. Hey, I've seen some pretty good punter tackles. So not, like I say, not, out. not many. Not, not too many. many. They're well, on YouTube. You can search you them, I swear. You them out. <laughs> Something interesting, though, um, we saw a video get – awesome production from from Husker Vision and they kind of gave us an inside look of what goes into the locker room for games and one thing Matt Rule said before that Illinois game was hey I'm letting you guys off the leash right I'm letting you guys be free and perform because it felt like everyone was playing too scared and not playing to win rather playing not to lose what kind of mentality do they need to have going forward throughout the season because obviously you want to win three games more to get to a bowl game but does that change can you still be loose and that's shock run me. all these risks well, that's shocking me i thought me as a player i always played loose i think the coach didn't have to tell me right. yeah you know so i, I just think that it goes and shows the makeup of the coaches truly then trust these they trust these players and they want calling the game plan to let them play free and loosely if that's what they said I think now you know who can who can get the job done and so they're, they're taking a different approach but me I didn't care from game one to game 27 I always play free and loose because football is one of the games you can't go out and play scared you got to go out there and have fun and, and let it let it fly because football is an act react sport it's not a thinking man sport because you have to think and Good thing, what you say, Johnny, you're going to get your, your the booty get tight. Your booty going to get tight. <laughs> you, know, you know the deal. That <laughs> tight booty don't get you nowhere. Yeah, so you got to go out there. I mean, you, 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 they should always be out there playing free and loose because it's a it's a physical game. Yeah. Well, for, to have to tell them that they could do it is a surprise to me because, they, like you said, they should be. We, we think that guys that are new that, are, that haven't played can't play. They know how to play. They just haven't been into the game. Right. They've been playing for years, you know, at top notch. They know it backwards and forwards and don't know what to do. And they, 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 when you're not playing free, then you're afraid. And you can't be afraid. Like I said, even when the guys are coming down on you, you can't be afraid. And this game you don't even think about being afraid. If and you think game, about being, it's, it's over. This game hasn't changed much. No. Still, but the basic fundamentals are still not the same. Since, not since the leather the helmets. helmets. Not, got not since the leather helmets. They gave you a face they mask. They gave you a face mask. <laughs> but, but I'm just well, saying. Now you got more things yeah, to work with. But, but I'm just telling you about the basic fundamentals. You run, you tackle, you block. You the same thing. That's the same that's thing. In, that's in junior high school. Yes. That's in high school. That's in college. That's in the pros. It's the same darn thing So all what, the time. what changes then? Just gets faster? Yeah, it gets, oh, def definitely gets faster. <laughs> but, but I think there's, um, as players, you put more pressure on yourself. 
until you, you sometimes you forget what you were taught, what you knew, and you forget how you know how to play the game. And once and once the per, once the players out there are just playing with free will, easy, as you say, easy, it comes back to them. So, but a lot of times they're out there thinking, and you can't think on that field because everything happens just like that. Well, I think you have to have a strategy, and that's what we're counting on coaches for because they don't be on the field. They don't do nothing, but you can. You have to do what they're telling you to do, and you have to trust in their tra- strategy, their ability to call the right play at the right time and to give you the advantages based on their talents, and they have to trust the coach to do that. Now, when they trust the coaches that are doing that, then they can really jail. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not – if coaches can call – can be really messed up and calling stuff that's really out of, out of, out of realm, but they can make things mm-hmm. easy for you if you got different looks. You know, we had five different plays we made look different. Same damn play. <laughs> different formations. Yeah, different formations. But it's the same play. Same play. Yeah. And we're we going to run it. Well, you can't run that. They're going to know. They ain't going to know it because we can make it look different all the time. Mm-hmm. But they have to be doing things mm-hmm. like that where the players are excited about we giving me an advantage uh, to have it because they all have – we have young athletes out there. They all have – Great abilities. It's about how the coaches use them right. and when they use them and who the combinations that they pick. You know, so when we have problems, it's not the players that are not doing it. It's the coaches that are not calling the right things at the right time in the right way. Because these players, if you, if you give them the right situations, they have the ability to, to, to apply it at that time. Give them what they can handle. That's right. And like I said, I'm impressed about uh, uh, <coughs> this team we just uh, – Michigan. Because they were getting five yards of carry. Five yards of carry. And they ran the same plan over and over yeah, and over again. Right. They just did it well. They got five yards. Every goddamn time they ran that football, they got five yards. That's what you got. That's all you got to do. Now, I can't figure that. We can't figure that out. Well, Northwestern might be a good place to start, so they have the worst defense against the run in the Big right. Ten. Right, they can't cover the run. They can't do it. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't I mean, what, what still for me, we say that, but it's still matchups. That's I think fair. because this is the same team that beat Minnesota, and we lost to Minnesota. You know, so, I mean, it's all about how each team match up against each other. You know, it's, I just don't buy that they're the worst defense because they've always didn't have very good defenses, but for some reason, some way, when they played Nebraska in the, in the past, they matched up well. It wasn't like Nebraska, with the exception of one game, blew them out or, you know, look at last year's game. The onside kick? The on, well, the onside kick. I mean, the, the, you, you can go back that's, to many games. That's the coaches. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the coaches. coaches that's the coaches, didn't they? But, but I, when I think this Northwestern and, and, and Nebraska, there's just something there to where they match up well against mm. each other. It's like a weird rivalry. It's not a one that's said out loud very much, but I feel like there, there's some tension, I think, between Nebraska and Northwestern. Even the, hell, maybe the year when Ron Kellogg had to throw the Hail Mary to win the game. Yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, and that was a game, the game Nebraska was favored by quite a bit that game. So, I mean, it's about matchups. Yeah, 12 points does seem like a pretty heavy favorite in this game, in my opinion, too, Tommy. Well, I just think that, um, I think, well, Vegas sees that Nebraska is on the hot streak right now, the way they, they played the last four weeks and the way that Northwestern has played. But I don't, I just think with these two teams right here, the team that that comes out and make the fewer mistakes is usually a team that wins this game. Yeah, it's just a setup. You know, Northwestern's coming for us. And they, they figured they can they beat us before and they can beat us again. And now this is, a, this is their opportunity to turn it around, to get their season going on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, they got our number. They figured they can, they, they can beat us. It's like we 10-point advantage. No way. No way. This no. is going to be a really close game right down to the wire. I know it, you know it, and the fans know it. <laughs> it's going to be a, a good old 
Big Ten score, what are we thinking, like 10 points, maybe total? No, 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 that's, that's Iowa-Wisconsin. That is, yeah. <laughs> that was a brutal watch, for sure. That's Iowa-Wisconsin. No, I think, I think Nebraska scored, scored mid-20s. You know, yeah. I think Northwestern probably scored mid to low-20s itself, but Nebraska come out ahead. I figured maybe out there. It can't be much more than that, you know. But there, there's going to be some scoring going on. They can't handle the 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 run that that well. But we ain't running that well. Our quarterbacks are running yeah. most of the time, you know. Yeah, and of course, will Nebraska commit to running the football? That's the other thing. Do they trust Anthony Grant? Well, it's not about do they trust Anthony Grant. Do they no. trust offensive line? That's yeah. exactly right. Well, can Anthony <laughs> hold on to the ball? Well, once again, do they trust offensive line? You know, because Anthony is, Anthony has proven that that you can he gets going and gets a good rhythm that he can be he can be very successful. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I what he's thrown it twice this year, and how many of the twice this year that I know of? I mean, you, you carry the ball enough, you're going to put it on the ground. You throw the ball enough, you're going to throw an interception. You, you you catch the ball enough, you're going to drop some pass. That's just part of the game. My, can the offensive line consistently make make holes and give them an opportunity to to gain yards? That's where it all starts. That's where it all ends too. Yeah. Right. Right. What's up front that really counts? Uh, we have to depend on those guys believing they can do what they're supposed to do. It's not about the running back if he ain't never got nowhere to go. What What's the deal? You know, they have to be able to. But like I said, we have to make his favorite plays look different. Right. And we got to give him some type of edge and advantage. The coaches have to figure out how to give him an advantage, give him a different look, mm-hmm. uh, give the guys up front some help. Uh, you know, you can't get, keep running up the middle. You got to do some traps or reverse something, something seriously different that you can give them to throw, catch them off guard. We can't just do the same old things that you know we're going to do. And when you look at the quarterback situation, too, how do you want to see them implement Sims? What can that look like? Well, I just think for me, I would think if you, you, you hiring going to start the first quarter and things are going well to when Nebraska is playing well, office is playing well, I think you play in the first series in the second quarter because there's still a lot on the line. It's not like he's coming in the game where it's, there's a lot of pressure on him. And if, he, and if he goes out and shows well, now you know that, hey, we can do this a little bit more during the game. But if he doesn't do well, then you know you got Heinrich back there. You know the offense going to – but you got to get him in the game early this time. Because if you say he's 100% healthy, you got you to at least get him on the field for a series. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel you just got to show him early. Like I said, <clears throat> I don't like it that we, we want to wait till we have to. I want to let them know it's a plan that we want to play him because we want to. We got something up. <laughs> and so we got to come up with some, some different type of ways to, to be effective with an offensive scheme that's different from what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different what we're doing. We're going to work him a little differently, use him a little different. Use our other players for him a little bit different uh, than we do with Harburg. Yeah. QB situations kind of flip-flop between Nebraska and Northwestern. So Northwestern starting quarterback Ben Bryant is hurt and questionable. So – it could go between both guys, too. So they're kind of in different boats because Nebraska's got their starting guy for sure in mm-hmm. Heinrich. And then, um, obviously, Nebraska's been in that situation the whole time. But how do you prepare from a defensive standpoint for two guys that you don't know who you're going to see in Northwestern? I think in the defense, I think you just prepare for what, they, what they've done all year. You know, they're not going to change much, if any. You know, I think one guy might be more of a runner than the other. So they've already showed that. So you, But Northwest is not going to change who they are because this is a new staff. This is a staff they probably hired, what, two or three weeks before the season yeah. started. So they're not, in a, they're not, I don't think they're in a position to try to do multiple things. Right now they're trying to, trying to right the ship, keep things moving forward, and, 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 and try to get as many wins they can this year. And so I don't think they're going to come out and do anything fancy. Oh, well, it's still, in their case and ours, it's still that offensive line they got, too. Mm-hmm. They got to do what they can do. 
you know, they can't really change that much or whatever. Um, you know, they have this, they're going to have to run the same strategy they've been running regardless of what quarterback they have. Um, so we should be prepared for what they're coming down right. with and be able to stop them. We just got to make sure that we just going to stop them. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty impressive that Northwestern is 3-3, three and three, given everything that happened with Pat Fitzgerald and him being fired. Um, I think it is really interesting how that team's bounced back. And Matt Rule even kind of gave him praise in the in the press conference mm-hmm. and saying, like, hey, I, I want to coach a team like Northwestern who fights for one another. Do you think that Nebraska team is there in, in the buy-in yet? I think they are. I think Illinois showed them that. Yeah. And here's what did it for me. The first series of that game when it was – when they stopped them inside the one, one yard four times, mm-hmm. right there showed you as the defense came together and the team came together. Because what happened next year, Nebraska goes down and score. Right there, and they played well the rest of the game. Offense had some problems second half, but they still played well. Showed me that the team came together. That, that, that one series early in the game showed me that this team came together. Well, that, that, that's the key. That, that one stop really made a difference. I think they did jail. That's when they, they first got to see that they could really do this when they, when they held in that fourth down. So I think for years to come, that's going to be a staple in our program when we started going mm-hmm. the other direction. What, what, right what, 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 what turned yeah. it? What game yeah. really turned what, it? What game, what, what game of one play really turned it around, and from that point on, they bought in. Because Everybody in the past, in. what, 10, 20 years, you don't think Nebraska would ever stop a team on the one-yard line four I don't times? remember they did. I don't remember they did. <laughs> I'm not going to say they, they haven't, but I just don't yeah. remember them doing it at, at the level that, that just happened when four plays from the one-yard line. That's, that very rarely happens. The only time I've seen that happen was this year, the Texas-Oklahoma game. When, when um, was it Texas stopped Oklahoma on the one-yard line four plays. Mm. You know, so the, but, I can't you imagine. But, 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 but that, 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 you might want to fact check that. But I know it happened. <laughs> I, I can't, I may have the team wrong, but it, it happened in that game. Did you it know, ever happen to you guys? No. No, if we they did, stop them. If we did, we, 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 we fumbled, probably, we probably <laughs> fumbled in the end zone or something like that. But no, no there's no, no team that ever stopped us on the one yard line, four plays. No, we don't have that history either. No. Mm-hmm. How crucial is this win from a bowl game standpoint? Oh. Well, well, I tell people, I spoke at the deal this, today for United Way kickoff, and, of course, I was there representing my company, and they said, oh, look, can you ask them the Nebraska question? I said, you got one question. And, I, and they said, well, can Nebraska go to the bowl game? And I said, how many home games does Nebraska have left on their schedule? And the guy said, four. I said, they win three out of four, they go to a bowl game. So what's the, what I'm saying is if they protect their backyard, they're going to the bowl game. And, then, and, and I've been saying it all year, if they win the games at home, they got a chance going to bowl game, and so when you look at their schedule, tell me one team on their schedule right now that you can say, "Oh, Nebraska—they can't beat a team." Zero. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Zero. Thank you, and thank you. So, so uh, <laughs> quite frankly, if Nebraska plays like they plays defense, like they did Illinois, and then offense plays a little bit plays like they played the first half, yep. there's no team on the schedule that Nebraska can't beat right now. Well, if we play defense like we've been playing defense and, like I said, get a little bit more creative and fancy with the offense, then I, I think we're way ahead of the game right now. And, like I said, we play three more games at home. we got the fans. Four. Really three, four, home, four, four games? Yep. Um, <clears throat> well, yep. yeah, we, we, got a, we have an advantage. That's what I'm saying. We win the games at home. Games. Yeah, yeah, win three to four. four. We got four. Yeah, shoot, we, we on our way. Yeah. Yep. So, no- Northwestern at Nebraska, Purdue at Nebraska, and then – uh, Maryland's here. You go at Michigan State, and then Maryland's home, and then go to Wisconsin, and then you play Iowa at home. But did Wisconsin versus Iowa change your perspective on how good those teams are this year? No, because I think what I think Wisconsin didn't have their starting quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think that 
that hurt them offensively. Right. Yeah, he got hurt. I think, I think that hurt them offensively. Yep. Iowa didn't do anything on, on offense with the, you know, I think their quarterback has been in two weeks. Their defense played. But those, I think, I think everybody from here on out is about evenly matched. I would agree. I think the Big Ten West is pretty much wide open when you look at the standings. So they, they, I thought they do they still had a divisions this year. They or? do. This is the last, oh, last year, year of those of those divisions. So you got to say goodbye after this year. Well, that's okay. That's all. I like that. The best two teams should be playing for the championship. Yeah. I don't exactly care what side. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> we're going in the right direction. We go. We got a shot. It's and not, we're doing it now. Nay, I like that. <laughs> you learning that, huh? Johnny hasn't that. said now this whole entire show. <laughs> Johnny's so they're, start, start, they're, starting to, they're starting to learn. <laughs> they're so, starting I mean, to learn. If it's not next year. I put, put me in, Coach. You better get in there You better now. get in now. You better get in <laughs> Guys, what do you need to see most improved this week against Northwestern? Oh, most improved for me, I want to see the offense be more consistent on offense. Don't have those spurts to where you're, you're taking, you're going three and out, or you're, you're playing running five plays and putting the ball. You, you know, put, put drives, sustain long drives that way. Because we've seen once that defense is fresh, it's hard to move the ball against them. Mm-hmm. But when but if the offense is going three, four, five plays and not putting the defense back, then it's going to be tough. So I just want to see more consistency from the offense. Well, I like to see the special teams show up. You know, I like to see uh, that we get in a good field position and we get the field goal. We, we get something out of everything that we actually do. I like to see the, the punt return team to, to get us in a good field position. I hate seeing them don't run them out of the end zone on a, on a kickoff. Let's take advantage of every single opportunity that we have to, to make it work and take advantage of our advantages. You know, that's just what it is. The special teams. We have to emphasize special teams somewhere right. because it's a big part of the game. And to leave it out, that's bad coaching. That's just bad coaching. You, you can't leave out a, a third of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, to anybody. We get our field goal team, we got to kick field goals. Yeah, and, and the, we don't have to get down and score a touchdown every time. And that, and, and that was the thing that, that when you go back and look at Nebraska in the, hit the, in the past, they ch- genuinely, truly had very good special team play. You know, even even under Bo Pelini, even under even under um, Mike Riley, they, tr- they, tr- they traditionally had good special teams play. And, you know, so we always had a saying before we got offense: the offense be offense, defense be defense, special teams be special. That's right. And and when He's you special. see guys up because of the special team, and even Coach Osborne say special teams get you ten points a game. Right. Do you think that's one thing that can push this team, like push the needle for this team? Because we did see some plays on special teams, a forced fumble, of course, in the, against Illinois. Do you think that's something like a spark Nebraska might be missing, that they're just not getting that, that extra boost from the special teams? I don't, I don't want to say – I don't know if, it's, if I'll say it's, they're not getting that spark, if they're going to change. It'll help. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, for me, there, there are more plays run on offense and defense – if you can get those two units playing at a higher level, special teams will come along with it because mm-hmm. it's not going to have a choice. Well, I think it's a liability right now. We we got to get our field goal kicker kicking. Yeah, we got to get some, we got to get some points. They got to show up. You know, we got to get somebody in there, get in the portal, do something uh, that they can do it. And we have the guys to be intentional. We got to catch the football uh, on on our punt, and we got we got to make some type of return. Let the guy get started. You got to get them started. I think they're going to let Albano go throughout this season. Well, no, I can't imagine yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the kid, he's a, he's a heck of a kicker. I mean, he's mm-hmm. one of the top kickers in the country last year. And he's a, he's a true freshman. And, and, and sometimes, you just say, when you get out there, you, you know, what happens? Who did he get 
too tight. You get too tight, and, and things too happen. tight. Oh, but but I think the, I think the more he's out there, the more he understands the importance of it. Yeah, I think he's I think he's gonna get better, and he will get better. Well, we we don't have time. No, we got time. Yeah, no, we better get somebody in there who can get <laughs> us some points. We have time. <laughs> well, we don't have too much time left in the show. So what? Let's wrap it up. With some fun questions. I was just waking up. Better. I was just waking up. But then, to wake you guys up even more, we'll allow questions from the crowd here. Should we do those first? Yeah. Ethan, Ethan's already ready, I know. Let's grab that crowd mic. Yeah, let's, 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 let's go to the crowd. I can't wait to, to hear this one today. All right, so last week, every opponent on Nebraska's schedule, Northwestern, did not play. But everyone except Iowa lost. Because, like he said, somebody had to win that game versus Iowa versus Wisconsin. Would you guys rather play a team coming off a win or coming off a loss? You say matter. a hungry dog always wants it more. It shouldn't matter because you're not worried about what they've done. You got to worry about what you what you're doing. So, so whether whether the team won before or lost, it shouldn't matter because you don't care about what they did. You got you can control what you do. Whoever shows up gets it. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yes, yes, whoever shows up, I, I feel sorry for you. Didn't win before. You ain't winning today. Either. Right, right. <laughs> if you thought you was going somewhere, we're gonna stop it right here. <laughs> and usually, team that come up the bye wing should have the advantage. And, and people don't understand because they because, because they have the rest, and they they also install stuff that probably team they hadn't seen all year. And so they might come out with something new that teams haven't this seen all year. Time. So this is the time to do it. So that's why the bye yeah. probably came in at the right opportunities. But it shouldn't matter who, whether they play or not, Nebraska should come out saying, don't matter. We're going to win this game no matter what. Got any more from the crowd? <coughs> Got one over here. Nice. Oh, nice. And she's wearing red. Lady in red. <laughs> guys ever have problems fumbling the ball? <laughs> Did, well... I fumbled a couple, two, three, four, five times in my head. Damn, Tommy. Yeah, but, 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 but a lot of my fumbles were on bad pitches. And, you know, it's very rarely that. I think I recall maybe two or three times where I actually fumbled the ball. Yeah, but no, that was the one thing that we was always taught ball security. If you carry the ball, you better protect the ball. And we, then there were drills that we did in practice. There were drills that we did before the game started. And, and there were drills that we did after the game. I still remember sometimes where you see, and you, you know, the movie The Program. I don't know if you guys remember that back in the days where the running back, I think, I, think, I, can't, I can't remember who it was, but he fumbled the ball in the game, so he had to carry the ball around campus all day. Mm-hmm. And the coach said, if he don't bring the ball back, he's going to be punished. And so you see him in class <laughs> holding the ball, and somebody knock it out, so a whole skirmish is on, on the floor. You know, I just think that the more you, the more you, you do it, mm-hmm. learning how to protect the football, the better you get at it. I got another question. All those, was it procedure penalties? We had 10 last week. Yep. Did you guys ever have anything like that when you were playing? Nope. Okay. No. There, was con- there was consequences. And, 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 you can, and Coach Osborne, any, any, Coach Osborne didn't mind too many physical penalties, like personal fouls or holding or something like that. The ones that killed him the most were the pre-snap penalties where we didn't have a chance to even run our plate because now that's all mental that you're not focused and concentrating. You can't – and even I know Coach Rose said well, they, they were saying stem and hut and move and all that. To me, that's, to me, that's just an excuse because now they don't even – bark out cadence anymore, they're they looking at the ball. So if you're looking at the ball, why do you care what he's saying? You know, so I think, that, I think it was all mentally focused. I think they're using it as an excuse. And you got to force them to be more accountable to what your job is. At least give us a chance to run a play. 
Yeah, because those ten were. I was screaming at the TV when they. <laughs> I bet, got to that I bet they heard one. you too. I bet they heard you. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah but it's all to me. It's uh, off stars, off stars. That's all mental. You know we, the snap. You, you know the though. cadence. You know the snap count. They don't know, and you still jump. I mean, we that's can't have it. That's, that's, that's a booty problem. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. Plain any and more? Simple. Any more from the crowd? I know, little man. You know you got a question. You you come here this cold time. You know you have a question. <laughs> you what? He can't think of anything off the top of his head. Oh. That's okay. Think about it for next show. Yeah, you'll be, I you. know you'll be back, so think of some questions to ask us. We got you. All right, well, I have some questions for you guys. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm going like, to pit you guys against each other. Again? Yeah. But this time, I think it'll be uh, even more controversial. But the first one I already asked Tommy, so he, he already has his decision in his head. Who was faster in their prime, Johnny or Tommy? Oh, so give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Of course I was. <laughs> they no, I don't or something? He had the leather helmet, I no, think. No, 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 I told him. I, told him, I, I said, he it's not lost, even a question. I said, John, 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 Johnny was faster than me. I, I told him that. That's not even... That's, you know, I, 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 yes, sir, you ever, yeah. Did you ever run a 40-yard dash? Oh, yeah. What was no, the time? He, no, he, no, we ran meters. They, it's 40 okay. dash difference. No, it's so 40 we don't know. yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I ran 4340. Okay, mm-hmm. that's... Pretty good. My son were run a four two. Yep, yep. Oh boy. Yeah. Ooh. He had one of the fastest times, didn't he? Ever mm-hmm. in Nebraska, wasn't it? Well, I don't know about the fastest times, but he had. Well, if you ran a four two, something that was one of the yeah. fastest ever. So follow up because Tommy brought this up. Who is the better runner? Me. Well, I, I, <laughs> I was. I got more moves than Allied Van Lines. <laughs> <laughs> more moves than Car got peeled. Don't mean you're a better runner. Got, Tommy got a runner too. You know he can. Guys who fall off the hip. Don't, don't mean they you're better runner. More moves don't mean you're a better runner. Well, Tommy, uh, I think I ran a little few more yards back than you. Well, because you had more opportunities to. Yeah, but that's your fault. But I was a better runner. You, you, you could have went back. <laughs> caught, I was a better runner though. You could have caught punch. You might have more moves. You had more moves in band line, but Ally band line, Renner Center, whatever truck center. But hey, well, watch the tape. I was a runner. Just watch the tape. That's all you gotta do. Who has the better stiff arm? Well, uh, probably, never, probably me. Yeah, he probably am. I don't ever stiff arm. They don't get that close. <laughs> yeah, they can't catch up. <laughs> no. hey, behind, it's hard to stiff arm back here. He, he, didn't to, he didn't have to run. <laughs> <laughs> Who had better style? Well, style is different. Yeah, I mean, style is quarter, different. Quarterbacks got different style than the than yeah. wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I play punt returns, kickoffs, wing back. You know, too many different things that I did that. That, and I threw touchdown passes too, but we had different different, different things ways. we asked to do. We did what we did very well, but we did different things because we played a, a different different spot. Who played with more swagger? Well, like I said, watch the film. Johnny did. <laughs> you watch the tape. Johnny, you know? but most most skilled people, wide receivers, mm-hmm. running backs, they played more swagger than quarterback. Yeah. You got to be under control. You know, I know people look at these young quarterbacks trying to be, no, you're, doing, you're, you're not helping your team. You got to be in the control, be focused on what's going on in the field. You don't well, like Sanders flashing his Rolex? No, no, no. Look what's happened in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's, but that's, just, uh, that's, just, that, that's just false confidence that his dad is giving him. You know, he's trying to be his dad. Well, you haven't really done anything at this level to be your dad. Right. Sounding off. Okay. Hopefully, the, hopefully he doesn't get a hold of that I, one. It's I don't personal care. now. It's I, personal now. I, I, it, it can be personal. I ain't got a plan. <laughs> 
Here's uh, the best question. Who's the best pickleball player? Johnny. I never played it. <laughs> yeah, I can't be good at something I never Johnny, played it. You can try. You can start. I'm saying, don't put my sand. I'm saying, now you know, if I tell start playing. Tell about your pickleball play. Well, we're the city champs. My daughter and I are city the city champs. champs. Pickleball champs. Yeah. yeah and we're, <laughs> we have another tournament coming up uh, this next week. Hope we can repeat. We're going for our, our second uh, deal. Okay. And um, it's my first time actually playing. Just picked it up. But it's a, I think everybody in here can play pickleball or something. That guy Rob, I played him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just never played it. I just never played it. Not That's saying I can't play it and be okay. very good at it, but I just never played it. Okay. We'll have to get you out in the pickleball yeah, course. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll like... that ass up. <laughs> oh, God. Or, or get <laughs> your ass to one, one or the other. Uh, we need a 1v1. That's what uh, we need. One, 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 yeah. one is going to happen. I'll, I'll train you. <laughs> you don't train, don't train me to beat you. Don't you do it no more. All right, last few I, questions. Of course, I let my elders beat me the first couple of times. Oh, good. Gotta give them a win. Gotta give them a win. Um, last few questions. Not against each other, though. I just, I'm just curious. Who was your favorite athlete growing up? Ooh, well, my favorite athlete growing up was Doug Williams. Okay. And, and people don't realize when I was growing up, Doug Williams was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's why you're a Bucks fan? Well, well, no, I'm a Buccaneers fan because I grew up 35 minutes south mm -hmm. of the stadium. And Bradenton? That's, and that's all we had to watch was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, <laughs> and with John McKay saying, what do you think your team, he said murder him or kill him or something like that. That's how bad they were. But just watching Doug Williams being the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl and, and, and coming from Grambling University, Grambling State University to the NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and going to Washington and winning the Super Bowl, you know, I always wanted to be like him. Well, coming up, uh, Gail Sayers was my, one of my favorite uh, players. Omaha, yeah. yeah, from Omaha, Nebraska. That's guys I grew up around. Him and his brother have been friends of mine for, you know, coming up. Uh, Bob Gibson, his uh, his brother Josh Gibson was my baseball coach. He was the reason why I got drafted to the Dodgers. Uh, uh, coming up, Bob Boozer, he was, mm -hmm. you know, he was right Tech here high too. School. Yeah, all those guys. Ron uh, Boone. Ron Boone, yeah. Ron Boone uh, played more games than NBA without injuring anybody else in history. Call him Iron Man. So so Marlon Briscoe, too. And we Marlon have Marlon Briscoe, Briscoe, first yeah. black quarterback to play Bob in the NFL. Bob Gibson, if you didn't say that one already. Bob said Gibson, Bob. yeah, I said, I said Bob. Bob. Yeah. yeah, I had all those guys that were right ahead of me that came up before me that I knew very well about. And, what an era. Yeah. I mean, Gail Sayers, you. Marlon Briscoe. Marlon Briscoe, Bob Gibson. I mean, man. Boozer. Yeah, Bob Boozer. There's just crazy talent in Omaha. Uh, who was the favorite teammate you ever played with? Well, I, I got to say one because we played together all the way up to 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 we both went. I went to Montreal. He went to, went to the Green Bay. Tyron Williams. Mm -hmm. You know, Tyron Williams. We we grew up together. We we started playing football together at the age of six. And people don't know this that we played on the same football team from from from, from six years old till we graduated from college. You know, you don't you don't find a lot of people that that that, that have friendships and relationships where they right. they go from from little league to middle school ball to high school ball to college, and the only time you don't play together is when mm. you go separate to, to the pros. My favorite guy is Richie Glover. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Richie. Uh, I just out. talked with Richie the other day. Yeah, I talked to him uh, not too long ago too. Willie Harper, we we're, we're pretty close with Willie too, and Daryl Daryl White. When Daryl White and Richie came in together. And uh, we kind of locked in there. I used to bring them home with me all the time, and then I'd go back uh, east uh, to New Jersey with them. So, and uh, Richard was just so so serious about it. You know, I mean, you could count. Mm -hmm. You know, guys, you could just count on uh, when when you needed them. And he was an inspiration to, like I said, in the game of the century, he made 24 unassisted tackles. 
No, that's, that's that, sick. That, that, I don't think that's going to be done again. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever be done and again. That big no. of a game. That big <laughs> of a game. You know, he's my buddy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how many it. guys yeah. get in a season, so. That's right. In the season, he got them in one day. <laughs> last one before we do. You said that was, it was the last one. Did I? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. did. Oh, well, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> last one before the score predictions to end the show and to put you guys on blast if you're really wrong or, or you're right. Favorite memory as a Husker? Graduating. Is that true? Yeah, my, all my memories are on the field. It's been about graduating. I was, okay. the first, I was the first out of six kids to graduate from college. Nice. You know, so and so that, that's for three older brothers and older sister than me. And then I was fortunate. I was happy that my younger brother went to the University of Florida and graduated too. So there was two college graduates. The two young ones graduated from college. But I was truly the first one from my family to graduate from college. No, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I was the first one in my family to graduate to uh, even go to college. I know people won't think, people won't think it's something that happened on the football sure, field. Sure, yeah. But no. Yeah. Graduating. Well, I, I think that my biggest moment is probably the, the Orange Bowl at uh, my final year against Notre Dame. Uh, Coach Devaney was going to retire, and we wanted him to go out with a bang. So they, they let me play several different positions. I scored four or five different ways, and we beat them 46-6 and uh, came out with a, um, you know, just winning another Orange Bowl for him on his way out. Cause, uh, Devaney was a pretty good influence on all of the players. Uh, his, my claim to fame that I know about him was that he was the coach's coaches, because he had all of his head coaches, all of his assistant coaches could have been head coaches at different places, but they stayed with him mm-hmm. because of who he was. I love it. Guys, score prediction for Saturday. Nebraska wins by one. By one, okay. I'll go for that. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna say that. It's again? gonna be, it's not gonna be a big, lot of scoring going on, but I hope we're, we're gonna be doing it. All they need to do is win by one. So if they, if they win by more than that, then I was wrong. But they're gonna win by one. Might be ugly, but yeah, we're gonna watch it anyways. <laughs> Just like every no weekend. No mistakes. That's the way I did. No mistakes. <laughs> no turnovers. Do it now. That's right. Yeah, this is one of those teams Keep I don't want to. booty loose. This is one of those teams I don't. <laughs> I don't like predicting scores because you don't know what you're gonna get offensively. Sure. You know, so uh, say that if they win by twenty, they win by one, and win is a win. I think if we get Sims in there, we get them there, get a little versatility going on there, shake them up, give them something they haven't been looking at, uh, that would make all the difference in the world right about now. The time is now, and we are the ones. We need to implement something different because uh, we're out there. People are studying us just like we're studying them. Give them something they haven't seen. Well, guys, we'll find out Saturday against Northwestern, 2.30 p.m. kickoff. Thank you all so much for Thank coming you. out. Oh, and tune in. I'll be on the BTN kickoff show um, 9.45 on Saturday. 9.45 on Saturday. Our guy Tommy Frazier will be on national right. TV. How about that? Yeah. I'm national international. All right. Hey, end us on a Go Big Red. What? End us on a Go Big Red chant. Go Big Red. <laughs> Go Big Red. Thank you, guys. A Herd at Sports Network production.